Welcome to the Small Town Comeback Podcast. I'm your host, Becca Summers. These stories feature builders, dreamers, and doers in Vernal, Utah. These folks are making a big impact in our small town. Today, I'm chatting with Paula Henline and Kylie Bates, founders of Elite Rehab and Conditioning. Rural Utah has thousands of horses. When you drive around our small town, you just see horse after horse in people's pastures, fields, and these women saw a huge gap in the equestrian industry and are working hard to fill it together. Paula and Kylie, I'm so excited you're here. Thank you for coming on the show. Uh, the first question that we ask is, what do you love about living in a small town? What's something you love about it? And Paula, you can go first. Well, I was actually born and raised here. Um, I didn't have a lot of um, my my parents were kind of implants, so I didn't have a lot of other family living here. And but then when I married my husband, he's related to about half the town. It seems like <laughs> so, perfect. So now you are too. Yeah. So I just have this. It's just always been home. I've kind of traveled all over, and you know, growing up, I always thought, oh, I can't wait to get out of here. So after traveling a little bit, and I'm like, oh my goodness, I would never live anywhere else. It's, you love it. Yeah. We have the most amazing little community here. And so, yeah, it's just home. Fantastic. Kylie, yeah. what about you? What do you love? So I am an implant and I have grandparents that lived out here, but it was always our favorite place to come on vacation and see everyone. And you know everyone everywhere and they know you. And I wanted to raise my kids in this community for a reason. And um, it's been a pleasure to get to know everyone and how accepting they are. And I've been so impressed with how the community comes together, especially with fundraisers and sports and community. Like it's, it's heart here. They pull together. Mm -hmm, absolutely. hundred percent. So tell me about your line of work, kind of introduce your roles in your work. Um, so I'm started out just as an equine body worker, um, which, most, is, which is what? Um, it's like a massage therapist and kind of a strength and conditioning coach. Um, but, but not for humans. But not for humans. Um, for what animal? For equines. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> I got into into that just doing, um, seeing things wrong with my own racehorses and, and nobody was like getting right to the root cause of, of the problems or injuries or weaknesses. And so it's like, I, you know, I used to train quite a bit when I was younger and weightlifting and, um, and just knowing so much about my own body. I'm like, I know there's so much more that these horses need and they're not getting it. And so that's, what's kind of put me on the path with, with this line of work. So that's amazing. So you dug yeah. in and started doing your own research yep. and started studying, it sounds like. Yep. And Tell them about how you went to school, how many years you went. Oh, well, I'm still doing schooling. I'm probably on about my eighth year, just taking different continuing education courses and um, actually apprentice to um, work on people as well. Here in the state of Utah, you need to be licensed for people. So I've been doing that as well on top of all of my equine works. So. That's amazing. Yeah. That's so great. How about you, Kylie? How did you get into this? So I have been working with horses since I was a little girl, but um, our local vet, South Valley out in the 
city um, let me come and start interning when I was 13 years old. I did the high school accreditation program, so I actually took college courses for veterinarian technician when I was in junior and senior year of high school. Graduated from that, got my national license, and worked with them for quite a few years, and then I switched over to people for a few years. And the course of time, I moved out here, met Paula, and she started helping me with my own horses and things that I think that everybody should already know, I didn't know. Um, wow. But learning from the people's bodies to the horse's body and being able to convert that. Um, so we found a, an accredited school through the race program. It's called Race. It's through veterinarians only. Um, and because I had gone through the veterinary technician program, I was accepted in. And so now we're actually <clears throat> equine rehabilitation therapists. So it's like a physical therapist for horses. That's amazing. That is so great. Because, Paul, you have resources around the country, right? Can Mostly you- in California now, but I used to have them kind of scattered throughout the states. But okay. Yeah. And how does that work? So your resources, they live in California? and They do. And, and then- so I would just fly out there all the time to just go work on them before they run. And well, So does someone else running in them or are you running them? How does that work? Uh, they have a trainer. They're, there's a whole team. There's wow. probably 20 employees at the barn that where my horses are are at. So it's that's incredible. Takes, yeah, it takes a whole team of people. So hot walkers, assistant trainers, um, they each have their own personal grooms that live there with them. Each groom might only take five horses. So um they're you know, they have their own our own gallop hands. It's a whole team. The whole team. They're living their best life. Yep. That sounds they like, are. I would like a whole team, please. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that sounds incredible. Yes. And then the, all the body workers on top of it. So Incredible. Yeah. So how did you yeah. two meet? Um, I actually, I used to, I grew up um, doing all the 4-H and the riding clubs here in town and kind of got out of riding as my kids got older other than just pushing cows around. Um. My kids got involved in stock show and sports, so we kind of, all of our horses kind of got put on the back burner, and then when my kids graduated high school, we got back into running horses. Um, But then I still needed, felt like I needed another hobby here in town. (laughs) I needed something, and I wanted to get back into barrel racing, but um, I had had my feet fused, and wasn't riding yet or anything. So I would just go hang out at the barrel club and help run, run the computer program and the entries and And the timer and and all of that. And yeah, the announcing. She's very good at it. It takes a team. Yeah. It takes a community to run a barrel race. Yeah. Um, Is that how you met Kylie? It's Mm -hmm. how I met Kylie. And then just seeing little things, you know, that I could see between a, a few of my friends' horses, and I'd never put myself out here in, or out in public that I was a body worker. So you had a quiet hobby? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I hadn't let anybody even kn- knew around here that I did that. I just traveled to California to work all the time, and so... So, but then you met your community here. Yes. Love I'm like, it. oh my goodness, these horses need it more than anybody I think so we're pretty lucky so in the when, basin to have several barrel clubs and roping clubs yeah. and 
So we've really got to know each other through those as well. Because yeah. how many yeah. horses would you say we have in our community? We tried to estimate, and it was over 3,000 just in base, like the yeah. base in Roosevelt, Duchesne, wow. here, yeah. LaPointe. So thousands of horses here. Yeah. And you guys saw kind of yeah, I saw a this need, right? Need. There was nobody that did what I do, really, you know, out in this area. and And a lot of people... I don't think realize their horses even really need it. So, well, and Kylie, didn't one of your horses were injured? And mm -hmm. tell me what that process was like. That kind of helped you realize, like, we need services yeah. closer. So, Ice is my big gray gilding, and he's a really cool horse. He has a really cool history, very well performance um, background. But he had a emergency colic surgery, um, but it wasn't really colic. He had a freak deal. It was a one in a million chance, but his omentum had a tear in it and the intestine slid through that hole. And so he almost died. They saved him, did the surgery, but he wasn't right when he came back. Like his muscles had they literally had to cut through them to fix him. And when he came back, he just was sore and just didn't feel good. And Paula came and spent a lot of time with me and spent time with all the insertions of the muscles and what needed to be fixed in order for him to not compensate and I had no idea like even working as a vet tech we focus on the legs and the body but we never said okay this back muscle is attached to this stomach muscle which is attached to this glute muscle and so Paula put it all together for me. That's incredible so take me back to the time when you decided to start a business together. <laughs> so I found this really cute place for sale and I was so excited because it had a barn with an indoor riding arena and of course, I had to call my bestie to come see it. And she says, this needs to be a rehab center. And I kind of laughed. I'd and been thought, on her for a year that we really ought to do this. She had. But, she had. But <laughs> just jokingly, we're like, yeah. we really um, we need something here. We need to do a rehab. But I got my MagnaWave certification <clears throat> and she got licensed in her body work and we were kind of getting serious about it. And then the business pitch popped up that Vernal does, and that was the coolest experience. Um, Tiffany Jackson was the second place winner the year before us. And so she gave us some really good tips. And she said, you got to get your, your application in by tomorrow night. And we literally applied, what, 30 minutes before? <laughs> the deadline. It was a mad dash. <laughs> yeah, it was okay. a total mad dash. Pulled it out of our hats. Had no idea what we were getting into. Um, and we thought, okay, if this goes... We didn't even tell our husbands. No. <laughs> wow. We could we could see what what could come from it. Yes. Hey, a girl's got a dream. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Go for it. So it's Paul's fault. Amazing. And so with this business, what are the, some of the services that you provide? So um, we do a lot of conditioning work, um, some re rehab work, motor retraining, body work, behavioral like, training, behavioral training. Laser therapy, MagnaWave therapy, um, we wound do a lot care, of, medication. Yeah. Wow. Little of everything. Oh, yeah. Such yeah. such a great service, though, because what's the closest service like that to our town? How long would you have we to We have our local vets, which are amazing. We absolutely love our local vets, um, but they don't have the time or the equipment to do the rehab part of it. And the closest we have found to us was 150 miles away which was up in Ogden at Heritage, and they do a great job out there, um, but they're full. There's a six-month waiting list, wow. and that's a six-hour minimum drive for someone from the basin 
to get out there and then to leave your horse and not be able to go check on him, not know what's going on. So we couldn't find anywhere exactly like what we offered. So we started looking around the country. Petaluma was a really big inspiration for us um, out in California. Washington had some really cool programs. Texas has some cool programs. And we just try to take a piece take from the each best one of each. and nice. put it all together in one place so that our locals could have something. But we have had clients from Texas and Colorado and Wyoming, Idaho, lots of Utah, lots of southern Utah. Wow, so you're pulling in clients from all over the nation now, mm-hmm. and they're coming to our town. That's mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah, it's how, been cool. How did winning the Rise and Thrive Business Pitch Competition, how did that help you kickstart your business? I think it promoted us before we were even really right? ready. Right, we didn't, we had no idea how to go about it. Mm-hmm. And I think once we had what really kind of, I think, put us kind of over the edge is when we um, went in with Mark Holmes mm-hmm. and did actually ran the numbers of what the equine industry is Tell in the United States. who Mark Holmes is, sorry. He's the small business. Um, shoot, I'm sorry, I forgot with the word. the state. Oh, You're yes, right. He's through Utah State University at the Extension Program, and he does all the small business, entrepreneurship, and financial part of things that's right because with the business pitch competition they require mm-hmm. you to go mm-hmm. go kind of consult with this yes. small business mm-hmm. expert and see if your business is viable yes. what are the numbers that would you know make sure that you can make a profit and so tell us about that you went to you went to speak with him and then what happened it sounds like that was pivotal um we did we were putting our numbers together for our pitch and once we realized how much money is his eyes were like as big as yeah. silver dollars yeah. He's like, people spend this much money on and horses. Mm-hmm. That was just pulling credit cards and it was one point three billion. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Holy and the smokes. state of Utah was over two million of that. So. Yeah. And then the basin was in the hundred thousands of that. So it was clear that there's a market for this. There's a yes. need for this. Mm-hmm. You have the credentials to start, you know, because mm-hmm. you don't want just anyone. Right. So, right. You know, you want. Yeah. It's dangerous when people don't know what they're doing. Absolutely. Right. So here you've had the schooling, you have the credentials, and you see there's a market. It's incredible. So you you win the competition, mm-hmm. which is so exciting. Blew us out of the water. Yes. So <laughs> I had no idea. I thought, oh, we're. We funny. thought we would be laughed off the stage. Yeah. Tell us what happened next. <laughs> Tell me what happened next. Um, well, there was so many awesome businesses that were pitched that, and then when we had gave our pitch and we were so prepared on our numbers and thought they're really going to drill us on, on how this is going to help our economy here. And we didn't really get any questions. And I was like, oh no, they hate us. Mm-hmm. So just thought, oh, we're, we're going to bomb. So yeah. yeah. So we were actually very much in shock. That and taking first us. place, they gave us the $12,000. Um, so we went and applied for a business. The next day, we got a lawyer and set up all of our... Corporation yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> we had no idea what we were doing. Um, got that all set up. Got a bank account. And within a few days, the videos hit Facebook and people were announcing it. So we had to create a Facebook page. (laughs) Um, It was like trial by fire. Yeah. Yes. And we had clients that week. So we had to start getting all the flooring and the cement done to order our equipment. We had to find what equipment we liked the best, what other people recommended. Um, We actually had enough money 
to go ahead and get the equisizer outside so it walk trots lopes the horses and oscillates so it switch directions and so it's a conditioning for the horses without a rider on um but we use it as a warm-up or therapy and then we had to put in heated flooring in the cement so we kind of renovated the whole barn and that was a whole process in itself um the day you guys came and interviewed us we were up that night till <laughs> one in the morning painting the building <laughs> Um, but the videos went out. It was a huge response. Um, people from all over started calling. They wanted to see our website. They wanted to see everything. We didn't have a website built at that time. So we're going to need your help with that. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was a great response, especially locally. Like the support came in and people were like, we had no idea you were even doing this. What is it? How, how can we help? It That's amazing. Cool. What what are some of the, so far, the favorite parts you've had from running your business? Um, for me, it's, I'm a horse person. So for me, it's actually getting to work on all of the horses and the connection. And it's like, I feel their soul, their heart. And just to be able to be a part of their journey is so amazing for me and uh, helping them to be able to perform at their best. Um, it's, I don't know. I don't know how to it's explain it. It's the results. It. The like re- seeing. Yeah, the seeing the results. Like our, we've made great, great friends with many of our clients. Mm-hmm. And it's like we have a whole nother new little family. Mm-hmm. But it's from people from all over, which is kind mm-hmm. of crazy at the, you know, at the top of their game to trust us with their not just their top athlete but their their children you know their pride and joy yeah so just to get to be a part of their journey is like probably one of the best things it's pretty emotional yeah like when you go and you see this horse is hurting and the owner is struggling and they feel like they're letting their horse down and the horse feels that and they relate that to Paula in their movements and to see them go through the program to make progress and then for that owner to come back and get that performance that they've been needing and wanting, we cry daily. Yeah. <laughs> We're so proud That's of amazing. these horses and these riders. That's amazing. So, what yeah. a massive service too. Because yeah. like you said, I'm sure that the owners are just you know mm-hmm. gut-wrenched if their animal's in pain or if yeah. they're hurting or mm-hmm. well, need help. Sometimes they're, you know, they you can be at a complete loss of not knowing where the horse might be off or sore. You know, most of them have went through the vet route of doing injections and, you know, trying to figure out what what could be causing things. But being able to show the clients weakened muscles and overcompensating muscles and what things that they can do. I love teaching mm-hmm. the client things they can do at home or um, activations and exercises and things to, to really help their horse. And that, I love it when I can see people have been doing their homework. And So there's an educational component yes. to it that you're enjoying. Yes, I love that. What are some of the challenges that you've run into with this business that maybe you anticipated or, or maybe you didn't? Oh, there's been lots of highs and lows. Yeah. <laughs> um, Time. Yeah, there's Time's there's not enough one. time in the day to be 
as dedicated as we are and still be a mom and a wife and a grandma and a friend. And people have taken that a little bit personal that. That you're busier. Yeah. And it's been hard to lose some people. And yeah, it's been hard when people bring us in horses that we know are hurting and they don't take care of the horse. That's been really hard for us. We get attached and we've had to make some recommendations that people don't like. And that's been really hard. Um, getting professionals, other vets to trust us and know that we know what we're doing has been hard and that we're not competition. We want to work with the vets always. Um, learning how to be a businesswoman has <laughs> yeah. really been hard. I thought I was pretty good on a computer and <laughs> doing all that kind of stuff. But Not going to lie, I'm not at all. I leave it all to <laughs> Kylie. Sure. I'll pick stalls. She can do the computer work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Those are some real things, though, that when you start a business, you might not, mm -hmm. right, forecast. Yeah. I I never imagined I would have to design a website. I never imagined I would have to do payroll. (laughs) So those are things I've had to learn. And it's not been easy. And learning the algorithms on social media and attending conferences. And it's, it's hard. Yeah, being a small business owner is like having 10 jobs. Mm-hmm. It's it really not just is. one job. Yeah, it's, I've always worked for someone. I've never worked for myself. So it's been a real challenge to learn that and time management. That's a massive shift. It really is. Yeah, there's a whole lot that goes on behind the scenes other than just working on the horses and mm-hmm. conditioning them. It's a whole nother job on top of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Absolutely. What advice would you have to someone, would you give to someone um, who's starting their own business learn as much as you can I would go and do some accounting classes I would go do some business education um laws are very important you need to follow those um what do you think oh goodness I think being financially ahead in the beginning because you don't realize how much it adds up how fast it adds up we were really lucky that we have our husbands and with the business pitch that they were very supportive. And I think it's got to be something you're very passionate about Mm -hmm. and that you love doing, or I just don't think probably it's going to work out for a lot of people. Because if you just like it, you're going to hate it. Yeah. It's something you've got to have a big passion for. And And if you're in a partnership like we are, you have to have absolute trust, 100% that I know. Paula's got my back every single moment of every day. Yeah, that's really unique and special mm-hmm. that you've been able to make it work. Tell mm-hmm. me about that journey of, of working together. and We kind of complicate or complicate each other. <laughs> Compliment. Compliment. We complicate everything. No, we complement each other. Yeah. More. I'm weak in areas. Kylie picks that up for me. Or, and I will even, even after I like do a lot of body work or anything, I'll always bring Kai in and say, okay, now you check behind me and I want to see if you find anything I'm missing or. I love that we both do that. We both. She's the yin to my yin. Yeah. We both, we balance each other out. That's incredible. Especially where, like I said, I'm not book smart, computer smart, business smart. But I can sure clean a stall. <laughs> <laughs> and she's a good teacher. She's a very good teacher. Um, but I can dumb it down for students where she gets very complex. Yeah, I sure. have a problem with 
and explaining things to the client sometimes. My husband teases us because he's like, you guys are saying the same thing, but you're not speaking the same language. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So it's, it's good to work together. Well, it says a lot about you that you've been able to have so much trust and collaboration Mm -hmm. and communication Mm -hmm. and make it work because I think there's got to be a whole graveyard of, of friends that went into business that are no longer oh, it's friends true. or in business. We were really worried about it in the beginning. Yeah. Like, do we really want to take this chance? And Kai was more worried about it than me. I'm like, yeah. no, I'm not worried at all. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I just don't want anything to ever ruin us. But it's never been about money to us. It's yeah. been about getting results in the horses. Yeah. And so we're really fortunate that our hobby turned into something that's producing results. And every dime that we have made has just gone right back into the business. And so we're very fortunate that we don't have to depend on that. Mm. Um, and I think that's another tip for business owners. Don't expect to make money right away. Yeah. <laughs> so it's definitely a learning curve and a lot of work to get there. How have you guys, how's your business grown since you first started it? Oh, it just keeps growing every day. Um, yeah. So we started with three stalls inside. Then we moved to five stalls inside. Then we added three more outside. We're working on a stall barn that should be finished um, hopefully before the snow falls. Um, but that will add 12 more stalls. So it's it's definitely have a need. Um, time-wise, though, we like to spend more time with the horses instead of more horses More quality time, I guess I should say. Okay, so quality over quantity. Yes. yes. And so we've decided not to take as many rehabs and conditioning this winter and focus more on body work throughout the year so we'll take Tuesdays and Thursdays and be like okay today we're gonna do just body work and work on the conditioning horses that we have um but this summer hopefully we'll be able to have a a couple more employees and we'll be full-time we've actually looked and getting another equisizer we've got a round pin up now so that we can do an obstacle course and do some really cool stuff that way Five years from now, what do you hope for your business? Oh, goodness. If you were to wave a magic wand and. I want, I want to try to build the, one of the top most elite and also um, an education mm-hmm. site for the clients. Um, I would love to have Paula be able to do clinics at our location. Yeah. And have people come in. Yeah, I would love to be able to have some, you know, do some some education with all the clients. And I just want it to be one of the top therapeutic equine clinics in in our area. I, well, I it is in our area, but I mean right now, but I mean in the Western in the United industry. States. Yeah, because there's some amazing places back east, you know, in Kentucky and mm-hmm. Florida and... But, and they seem but you're going to build the best in, one here. Yes. Yeah. Would love to. Those horse or those industries <clears throat> back east, they really specialize in racehorses and thoroughbreds and some standards and things the, like that. But warm bloods and dressage mm-hmm. and we horses We want to like work that. with everyone. We yeah. want the backyard pet horse to be just as important as the track horse or the barrel horse or the roping horse. What's the most common horse that you are getting? clients probably barrel racers at this point I think we are both well known in the industry with the barrel horses and we have quite a few clients out there that are promoting our name now and riding for elite 
And so I think they get our names out there. But we've got quite a bit of rope horses, some cutting horses. We've just got some dressage horses in. That's been really fun. A lot of trail horses. A few race horses. Mm-hmm. Definitely got some cool race horses. Race horses. Utah's not huge for ra- horse racing. With no parimutuel betting or anything. So it's kind of hard. Bummer. <laughs> Get, yeah. You have to ship Get them to them. Rock Springs or yeah, Arizona. How do you feel like yeah. you have each grown to this experience of starting your business? Because you're two years into it now. Just about. Yep. Yes. Yeah, October. Looking back, how do you? Well, it'll be a year since we opened the business, but since we went back to school. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Got the idea going. Yeah. We've been kind of working on the sideline for a couple years now. It's been open a year and a half. Yeah. So. So how do you feel like you have each grown from this experience? Oh, gosh. I've grown huge. It's like I don't even feel like I'm the same person. Yeah, I don't say more. Yeah. Say more. Um I don't know. I just never I never thought I had it in me, honestly, to be able to do something like this or even put myself out there. It's kind of crazy. It takes a lot of courage. Yeah. It does. Yep. What about you, Kylie? Um yeah, I have grown. I used to be a people pleaser and now I'm a no. <laughs> That's my favorite word. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, I am not afraid to tell people now, hey, I see this in your horse. Would you like to learn? Would, can I teach you? Um, before, I, I didn't want to offend anybody. I never wanted to offend anybody. And I just wanted everyone to be happy. And I would fit eight horses in a day if we needed to because mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we couldn't say no. But now I'm like, no, quality over quantity. And um, my kids are proud of me. Like They're like, Mom, you're happy. And they see what I do, and they're asking questions, and they want to be involved. And my husband's really proud of me, and it feels good. That's amazing. I feel like a grown woman. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like you found your voice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's fantastic. Thank yeah. you so much for coming on today, both of you. It's so fun to hear about your journey. Thank you So for much to learn us. from both of you. You guys have been so huge for us, so we really appreciate it. Yes. Yeah, thank you. We can't wait to keep following your journey, and best of luck. Thank yes, you. thank you. This show is produced by Summer Creative Agency and V6 Media. This podcast is sponsored by Vernal City, Strata Networks, Uinta County Tourism and Events, and Uinta County Economic Development. Check out our show notes and website, smalltowncomeback.org, for documentaries and more content about these stories. 